0: If you're a podcast enthusiast like I am, you probably thought about making a podcast on your own. Creating a podcast is one of the best decisions I've made personally, but it definitely can feel overwhelming when trying to start one on your own. That's where Buzzsprout comes in. Their platform is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote, and track a professional podcast. It's in fact so good that they have helped over 100,000 people launch their own own podcast. Buzzsprite will get your show on every major podcast directory, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of your recording. You also get a great looking podcast website, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes as well. Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week. So you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from people that live it every day. To start your own podcast and to get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes that lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show, Buzzsprout. The easiest way to start a podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Insightful Principles. Uh, In today's content, I want to talk about some risk management techniques that you can look at, some indicators uh, when you're investing, Um, as well as going through some momentum indicators uh, that can allow you to look at the trends within the market and kind of be able to predict or uh, be able to get a better understanding of how the movement of stocks what plays a role from a technical analysis standpoint and how you can be able to read the market in a way to get a better understanding of managing risk and capital because when it comes to investing you want to make sure that you are managing your risk you're preserving your capital and kind of like what warren buffett would say the first rule to investing is you don't want to lose money and the second rule is to remember rule number one so i definitely think Uh, managing risk in the market especially in the type of climate that we're in now is vitally important Uh, we're in a uh, tightening environment liquidity is being removed from the economy so it makes it a lot harder uh, as investors to find opportunities but if you properly look at risk management and you have different indicators you have a trading plan you have an investing plan uh, you'll be able to get ahead of this storm that we're in now and be able to balance the volatility but wanted to kind of just provide some uh, different uh, insights on what I use as an investor and, and how you could properly uh, manage risk. Now before you enter into any investment, any trade, you want to always look at how much you can lose on a position instead of looking at how much you can gain because you want to balance that risk and make sure that the return that you're looking to receive on that investment is much higher than the risk that you're willing to take. A lot of times people can be driven by greed, their ego, and they feel that they have to try to win as much as they can in the market. But sometimes it's more about managing and minimizing your losses and taking those small wins because those small wins will grow over time. So the first technique that you want to identify is your risk to reward ratio uh, this is mostly used by investors or traders that are managing the risk of loss and their capital before you make any investment you want to always ask yourself how much am I willing to risk on this particular asset so is it twenty dollars is it fifty dollars a hundred dollars you also have to look at what could possibly be the reward or the return on this asset It's important to have a plan before you place any trade because it's going to help you to prevent further losses within your portfolio. Now, this ratio is good to help measure the difference between your stop losses and your take profit positions. So investors will utilize stop losses to sell a stock at a price if a stock falls to a certain level. So stop losses can be a great way to manage losses and preserve your capital over time. So consider a risk to reward ratio, how it will work in this particular scenario. So let's say that you have an investor that's looking to purchase 100 shares of ABC Company at $30 a share, and they have a stop loss of $25 to make sure that their losses don't exceed $500. And I got the $500 simply by taking the $30 per share minus the stop loss of $25 that gets you to five dollars per share so uh you're looking at about five hundred dollars that you wouldn't want to exceed on this particular position so let's assume that the investor is projecting that the stock will go up to forty dollars so they're hoping that not hoping but they're expecting that they're going to get a return of ten dollars within the market from thirty dollars increasing to forty dollars and they have that stop loss at twenty five dollars So this person is willing to risk $5 per share to make an expected $10 return. So their risk to reward ratio would be uh, one to two. And all that means is you're risking $1 to make $2. So they're risking a dollar in order to double their investment. So they are expecting that the stock is going to go up from $30 to $40. So they have $10. Um, that they're expecting to get a return from. And then they have that stop loss at $25 to keep their minimum losses at $500. So this is a risk to reward ratio example of how investors will utilize this type of strategy when they are looking at positions within a market. And you can definitely modify your stop losses and your risk to reward uh, ratios. But I think in this example, You want to always risk a lower amount in comparison to what you're expecting to get a return from so you never want to have a risk to reward ratio where you're risking uh ten dollars in order to make five dollars you want it to be inverse where you're risking five dollars to make ten that way you have a in a balanced reward risk to reward ratio that can help be able to modify and minimize your losses within the market and keep in mind if you do make changes your probabilities can change so you always want to invest in opportunities where you have a higher probability of that stock or that crypto uh, going to a particular price that you have done your technical analysis on so another technique that you also can look at is called the RSI uh the relative strength index And this is a momentum indicator used in technical analysis. And uh, what technical analysis is how investors will read charts when evaluating a company to invest in. So the indicator uh, helps measure overbought or oversold areas with a stock. Uh, When you're looking at the RSI, you're trying to decide if this company has been overvalued or is it undervalued so this indicator can help with buyer sell signals when you're placing a position so an RSI reading a 70 or above would signal an overbought position if it's 30 or lower this indicates an oversold position and when the RSI crosses over 30 this is known as a bullish signal and if it crosses over 70 it's in bearish signal so what that means is is that if the RSI values are 70 or higher this indicates that the security is overbought or overvalued and this may lead to a price reversal or pullback an RSI reading of 30 or below indicates an oversold or undervalued condition now overbought refers to when a security trades at a price level that is above its intrinsic value which is simply the price is trading at compared to what it's actually worth. So typically a value investor will look at investing at a company that's oversold, but their intrinsic value is much higher. So they want to buy a great company at a fair price. This is typically uh, how Warren Buffett really started his strategy uh, as an investor, really looking at finding companies that had great balance sheets, that had great cash flow, and that were worth much more than what it was priced in at the market. And I think that as an investor, that's how you want to look for opportunities. You do want to find companies that are more in the oversold areas that are undervalued, but their intrinsic value shows that their price of the stock could potentially go much higher over time. So that's how you want to kind of be able to balance your risk in the portfolio And then just to put this into context, I did want to go over a chart of the RSI for Ally Financial, Uh, pulled up a chart here. And for those listening on the podcast, um, I kind of go through these numbers here. Uh, But for Ally, uh, their RSI right now is somewhere around 33. So right now it's getting pretty close to its oversold area and i definitely think with you know interest rates uh rising in this type of environment banks are going to be a beneficiary of those changes and they could uh be potentially uh it could help the a lot of the banks because now interest rates are a little bit higher uh people are getting a little bit more yield uh on their different savings accounts so i definitely think the banks will be beneficiaries when it comes to uh interest rate hikes, but also demand is can be down also as well so it can definitely have an effect from either way where more people uh may not be uh utilizing credit at the moment but then at the same time when you think about uh lending you think about uh being able to get certain yield on different products in the bank uh banks definitely can be a, a subsidiary of these interest rate hikes but ally is very close to its oversold levels right now And then when I looked at more of the support and resistance, uh, right now for Ally, long-term, they're looking at a support level of $27.04, and the resistance level is at $33.07. So when you are doing technical analysis, when you're looking at RSI and you're looking at uh, how the stock is at an overbought or oversold area, uh, typically when you're looking at a resistance level this can signify that it's getting more to an overbought level and that it could potentially have a price re- reversal and the stock can pull back whereas at a support level those are often great entry points because this is really like the uh the floor price of the stock most likely won't go any lower than that definitely if it does break support then that does potentially mean that Uh, It could continue to keep going down, but if it gets to a support level, most likely what happens is That also signals that there can possibly be a price reversal of the stock going up So I definitely think when you're looking at RSI, you do want to look at support and resistance And I think Ally Financial right now uh, The way that it's being priced in, it is showing that it's more of an undervalued uh, Company, and when you look at just the success of Ally uh they do have their hands in a lot of different things when you think about just mortgage lending credit cards auto loans uh any type of debt they do have their hands in a lot of these different areas so um definitely ally you know looking at their numbers here and looking at the technicals uh definitely is a a great company to uh do some of your own research on and keep in mind uh, i'm not providing Uh, Any financial advice, any stock that I discuss here throughout the show uh, is more for educational and informational purposes only. Uh, It's not a uh, recommendation to buy or sell any security. So as always, you do want to make sure that you're doing your research and you are understanding uh, just your own risk tolerance when it comes to investing in the market. Uh, but the last technique that you can look at is the macd Uh, now this is also another momentum indicator that you can use with technical analysis and it's really allowing an investor to be able to identify buy and sell signals as well as monitoring the risk on the investment so uh, this is another momentum indicator that shows the relationship between two moving averages of a security price And with the MACD, the moving averages that it tends to look at is uh, a 26-day moving average. And then it also looks at a 12-day moving average. And it's kind of making a comparison on if the stock has momentum of trending upward or downward. Uh, So it's definitely a great indicator to uh, look at what are the price patterns with a particular stock and what is the momentum of it. The likelihood of it going up or down uh, now the MACD it also helps identify just uh, the trends of a particular stock and getting a better understanding of what direction it, it may go in uh, so RSI what that measures is more price changes in relation to overbought or oversold areas so these two indicators are definitely different in their own capacity but they both can be used when you are being able to look at just the price pattern of stocks and also looking at if it's at an overvalued position or undervalued uh, position so i definitely uh wanted to go through some macd examples uh here on the chart and with the macd if it does cross above zero uh this typically means that it's bullish and if it crosses below zero uh is bearish so uh and one great example to, to kind of think about is for Magd. um I'm looking at Ally here as well in the Magd for Ally right now it is under zero so right now that could signify that we're uh in more selling pressure and even when I kind of look here at the chart um it does show that Ally right now it is uh somewhat on a downward trend uh there has been some selling pressure Uh, When I look back at the beginning of September, uh, we were somewhere around $34 a share, and now it's more at $27 a share. Uh, Now, the market, as I'm saying this right now, uh, on September 28th, 2022, uh, does show the Ally uh, right now is somewhere reaching close to uh, $29, so it's been pretty fluctuating up and down, Uh, but I definitely think when you kind of look at the RSI, you look at the support and the resistance uh, it is getting closer to its support levels, but I did want to kind of go through the MACD with Apple because I think Apple is another great company that you can also do some good research on. Uh, now, Apple is actually getting pretty close to its oversold level. Uh, right now, it's at about uh, 36 is what it shows for the RSI. And then for the MACD, uh, it is below zero. So it's about 259 So uh, definitely with looking at the chart of Apple, uh, this is another company that is getting close to its oversold levels. Uh, We have significantly came down from our most recent high uh, that we had back in August 18th of this year. Uh, Apple was somewhere at $174. Uh, So you're talking about almost $30 that has been knocked off uh, just by looking at Uh, just Apple and what is done from a price pattern uh, perspective. But I definitely think with looking at the RSI and the MACD, uh, this also could present potential opportunities uh, to look at getting more in at a support level and then kind of doing your technical analysis of knowing if, you want to either you know trade it uh from just a you know day trading perspective or wanting to hold it more long term uh that's how i am as an investor you know i like days where uh similar to what i'm seeing with the price of apple being down today uh looking at ways of how i can be able to place positions at lower points and allowing the stock uh to have that reversal when it goes up over over time so that wraps it up for this video I uh, just wanted to come on here talk about some different uh risk management ideas when you think about investing and also looking at some momentum indicators i definitely think looking at your stop losses making sure that you're placing those as an investor to manage risk in your portfolio looking at moving averages uh to get a better idea of just the patterns of what the stock is going to do and what it has done over time i think looking at the rsi the relative strength index to look at those overbought and oversold areas as well as looking at support and resistance and looking at the macd uh which can also provide some insight on uh what is the uh pattern of the trend of the stock is it an upward trend is it a downward trend are we in more of a ranging market is it choppy Uh, a lot of these different aspects is what you do want to look at as an investor and i thank you all so much for listening to this episode Uh, continue to rate leave a review share with your friends Uh, you can also listen to the visuals of this on my youtube channel i will also kind of show the charts as i went through those various different examples so definitely if you're wanting to see it from a visual standpoint uh head to my youtube if you type in insightful principles you'll be able to follow me on there And I thank you all so much for listening and take care.